0: Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. Daniel chapter number 3. We're going to get right on into the middle of the chapter. If you'll look with us, beginning at verse number 14. Daniel chapter 3, verse number 14. Say again, appreciate the Lord this morning. Appreciate the good spirit of God that's been here. Uh, Thank God for the privilege just to be in a place where the spirit has been so free and souls have been helped and strength given and uh, just a respite, just a refuge from the storm. And I appreciate God today. I hope it will challenge our hearts this morning. The word of God, familiar scripture, Daniel chapter number 3, beginning at verse number 14, Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true? O Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Now if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery and dulcimer and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made, well. But if ye worship not, ye shall be cast that same hour into the midst of the fiery burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we're not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. He commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and they were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flames of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men, Amen. loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Yeah. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace, and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth in the midst of the fire. And the princes, the governors, the captains, the counselors, and the... Being gathered together, saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was the hair of their heads singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who hath sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own God. Therefore I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces and their houses shall be made a dunghill because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Bow with us. Lord, we pray for your help today and your direction. We confess, God, that you've done so much already. We don't know really what to do. We want to be obedient today. We don't want to miss this mark. We don't want to, Lord, not do, but we certainly pray that you would help us. We trust, God, that the Word is timely and useful, God, and that is moving in our hearts, that we as your people would be challenged, God, to a closer walk with you. Help us we pray. We need the unction of your spirit and the direction, but we ask it believing as we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh most of the time I would uh I would probably not preach, but I, I can't seem to get away from it. So I'm I'm just gonna try to obey God this morning and uh because uh, I really don't know what to do. And I'm struggling with the unction to to see that direction. So we just want to be obedient to God today. I'd be remiss if I didn't say I didn't come to preach. I did. I came excited about the Word and excited for what He would share with us. And I want uh, just to share a simple thought today. And my prayer is, is that it challenges our hearts. Now, I'll trust God to do what He's promised to do. And that's give the unction to our heart via the Holy Spirit that we might be moved by his word. Listen, if the word of God don't move you, it's an indication there's something either wrong in your heart or you don't have him at all. Because the Bible said the spirit of God will bear witness with the truth. And we have the truth today. He's come in the volume of the book, and he's given it to you and I as simply a foundation that cannot be moved. It's unshakable. It is forever settled in heaven. And the word of God is true. Now, song those same lines, I want to ask you the question that Nebuchadnezzar asked Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If we had a title today, that's what it would be, is the question, is it true? Is it true? When we heard the the story, and you know the story, certainly one of our favorite stories in the Bible of these three fellows that had made a decision a long time before. We've already uh, touched on that today, but they'd already made up their minds. You see, before old Nebuchadnezzar had ever set up this great god in the plain of Dura, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these three had already decided that they'd never bow to another god. They'd already proved their god when they had first got to Babylon, and they tried to feed him of the king's meat and his drink, and they said, "Uh uh-uh, we're not going to eat that and, and, and the old eunuch, he said, Listen, you've got to eat it. It's my head. And they said, No. How about this? Let us try and let us prove out whether God will do what he says. He said, if you'll just give us pulse and water, and you let everybody else eat the king's meat and drink, and he said, let's just see at the end of 10 days what happens. And they tried that, and the Bible said that at the end of 10 days, oh Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and Daniel, they were all fatter than the rest of them. They were all smarter than the rest of them. And the old eunuch said, well, I guess that'll be all right then. And they stood for God, you see. They are unwilling to bow then, and they're unwilling to bow at this point, and I'm glad, friend, if you'll just make up your mind today, if you'll set in your own heart that you're not going to bow to the world, you're not going to lay down on God, you're not going to give up on what God has done in you, brother, I'll tell you, you'll be able to answer the question that was asked to these three these three fellows. The Bible said that he had built this great big old uh, uh, uh image out in the middle of the plain of Jura, six cubits wide and 60 cubits tall. And the Bible said they had called everybody in the province of Babylon to come in there and to bow down at the dedication of this, this unknown, this false God. And the Bible said that old Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were there. Everybody had to be there. They were certainly going to be there. They were rulers of the province of Babylon. And there they were when everybody was ready. The decree had been made that there was going to be a bunch of music played and when the music was played everybody was required to bow down. Now they were told ahead of time that if you don't bow down you're going to be cast into a fiery furnace. Now there must have been an expectation. I thought about this. I wonder if the devil's expecting him to really stand against him. Is the devil when he looks at your life, is he really expecting you to stay true to God? Is he looking at your life and thinking to himself I better create some kind of consequence Uh, for that old boy or that lady there today I better do something in their lives uh, uh, to warn them or scare them or threaten them that they'll lay down this foolish notion that they need to keep believing in their God but may I say to you today these boys weren't rattled by that they showed up and they showed up ready they had already set in their heart what the answer to the question would be when old Nebuchadnezzar said is it true? Is it true? I wonder today, is it true in your life? Is it true that you will not bow to another god? <laughs> is it true today that you've made up your mind that you'll not worship any other image that you'll not kneel before anything else. That your heart will not be surrendered to any other lordship in this present world. Is it true today that when the devil looks at you he finds somebody that is sold out for God. That have give up lock, stock and barrel are unwilling to turn back and to go back. Is it true today that the people of God are forever the people of God. And we, as we fight in these battles against an enemy who goes about as a roaring lion. Is it true today that... That we are the people of God and we won't bow to the things of this world. Is it true today? Is it true? You see, you've got to answer the question in your own heart. Oh, is it true that I won't serve another God? Is it true that I won't bow to the things of this world? Listen, we're getting ever closer to the day when persecution will occur if you don't bow and do as the rest of the world does. If you don't acquiesce to the wickedness and the things that are ungodly of this world, you better answer the question, do you know in your heart that it is true in you that you have made up your mind that there is no other God but the one sitting on the throne? There is no other Lord except the one beside him and that through him he will deliver you and me is it true i wonder is it true in us is it true in us if the devil had a conversation with the lord as he did concerning the the saint of god job i wonder today if what god could say to the devil was now he won't bow he won't give up The devil said concerning Job, he said, if you'll just take your hand off of him and let me at him, he said, he'll curse you to your face. And he did not. He didn't. In all of those things, Job reg- he kept his integrity toward God. He never one time bowed. He never one time gave up nor surrendered. I wonder, is it true today in you and I? Is it true in our hearts that the threats of the devil, of a fiery furnace, won't move us? Is it true that we believe that our God is always able to deliver us? How many times does my life represent a confidence that God will always deliver me? Now, he's made me the promise, but I can't say that every day that I live in a way that that confidence, amen, would be shared with somebody else. The question today, is it true in your life? Is it true in mine? Is it true that when my neighbors look at me, when my coworkers look at me, is it true what they say about you, preacher? Is it true that you won't drink? Is it true that you don't cuss? Is it true that you live and try to live right before God? Is it true today what they say about you is it true how many of us today have fought that battle and, that, and we have sacrificed our own testimonies how many of us have made those grave mistakes that we wish we could get them back that we have those regrets in our life because we have done things we have made decisions that have affected us and have brought grave consequences in our life how many times have we have we questioned Amen, the things that God has given us to do as if they weren't true and how many times have we negotiated what others see in us listen I believe it's important today for the world to be able to look at a child of God and say it's true about them did you know what they say about that, that person that goes up there to New Providence I've heard that they live right I've heard they walk right I've heard they try to dress right they try to talk right they try to live for God they're always going to the house of God and the other one says "Really, is it really true you reckon uh, surely there's a dark side uh, to them old people that keep following after God I wonder today is it true in you and me is it true is it true that preacher up there claims he's been born again and that he's going to heaven in spite of the devil is it true? We make a lot of claims that come right out of that book, I hope. But we make a lot of statements that the world finds impossible to believe. They find, it, they find it actually irrational, illogical that this bunch of people sitting in the crowd today all believed that God destroyed the earth through a flood one day and that he saved eight people and repopulated it with them. To the world, it, it's, it's hard for them to grasp that we actually believe that when they throw the old prophet of God or the old preacher of God overboard that there was a big fish ready to eat it and he took him down into the bottom of the ocean and there for three days in the belly of hell Noah cried out I mean Jonah cried out unto God until God repented and forgave him of his sins and spit him up on the bank and he went into Nineveh I actually believe that amen is it true preacher that you believe all them old stories of the Bible is it true that you believe uh, uh, that the son of God was actually born of a virgin amen that a man never had nothing to do with it, but God and the womb of Mary conceived, and Brother Jesus was born. Do you believe that's true? Yep, I believe it's true. Today, is it true, friend, that you're standing on this word, this word of God that has been tested and tried, and they can't destroy it? Is it true that the people of God believe His word? Is it true? There's all kinds of gods to be served. They're everywhere. They're in your life and they're in mine. Amen. If you're not careful, they're on your TV. Amen. They're at the grocery stores or they're in the the shopping malls or they're they're in vehicles or they're in people or relationships. And you can set anything up to be a God in your life. All you got to do is worship it. And it becomes a God with a little G. But I'll tell you right now, ain't none of them got any power. And you say, preacher, is it true? Is it true that you don't believe there's any other gods? Yes, it's true for me. I don't believe there are any other gods and any other god that is there. Brother, it ain't anything but a false god. And and I'll tell you right now, it ought to be true when your neighbor looks at you, amen, that you live for Christ, that you walk for Christ, that you speak for Christ, and that, brother, they can see Christ. It ought to be true in our lives. Is it true? Yeah, it was true for them. It was true for them. Let's look at that. Verse number 16. It's so true. It was so true for them three fellows. It was so true for them that they responded to the king and said, you know what? I don't even need time to think about it. Uh, they said, king, we're not careful to answer you concerning this matter. We don't need no more time. And you know what he did? He gave them more time. But they told him up front and said, we don't need no more time. Because he told them, he said, look here, here's what I'm going to do. I like you fellas. He did. He liked them. He had promoted them when he did Daniel. And 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 here they were rulers of the province of Babylon and yet when he said, is it true? And they let him know, said, it's for sure true. We ain't abounding to this other God. And he said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do because I like you. Here's what I'm going to give you another chance. Listen, it's so true that these fellas said we don't need another chance. He said, I'm going to give you another chance. He said, the music's going to play again. And when it plays, you're going to have an opportunity, listen to me, that will work itself out in your life one day or another. You're going to find yourself in a predicament where the enemy puts in front of you the opportunity to try again, to fail again, to give up again, to let down again. Maybe you stood for God. Don't think for a minute that he'll give up. He's going to try his best to pull you down, to prove what you believe ain't true, to make you a witness friend that is false unto this world. But I want you to know it's true today. It's true. It's true. I will not bow. That's what they said. We're not going to bow. They said, Oh, King, we're not careful to answer you concerning this matter. He said, Because it's so true that the God we serve is able to deliver us out of your hand. It's true. He said, Is it true that you won't bow? They said, Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. We don't need any more time. We don't need you to play the music again. We don't need you to to give us another chance. We've already made up our mind because it's so true in our mind that we will not bow for another God. We will not bow and violate the word of our holy God. We will not do what you're asking us to do. And here's what we want you to know, King, that there's more than this that's true. He said, here's something else we're going to share with you that's true. It's true that the God we serve is able to deliver us out of your hands. And he said, but here's also another truth. He said, if he don't we still ain't going to bow I want you to know there needs to be a resolve in the people of God today you say preacher is it needful it's coming today friend when you're going to be faced the world that we live in is ever more getting closer to a time of persecution in this country when we won't be free to worship as we always have been where there will be a price tag to serving the Lord Jesus Christ it's already going on in other countries and has been since the our resurrection of Jesus Christ but you better know whether or not it's true in your own heart. Yeah, yeah. Is it true? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they said it's true. It's so true that you don't we don't need no more time to think about it. It's so true that we don't need you to play the music again. It's so true that we're going to make a statement to you that's going to blow your mind. The God we serve is able to deliver us. And by the way, He will deliver us out of your hand, O oh King. It's so true that even if you throw us in that fiery furnace, that the God we believe in will deliver us. Now I don't know if they were trusting in the resurrection, if they were looking for something that was immediate right then, but I'll tell you right now. They had made up their mind that their faith in God was true and it wasn't going to be moved by this world. Is it true in you? You say, preacher, it's true. If we had to, if we had to test you as these three were tested, right? See, their lives, their very lives were on the line. Now for many of us, it ain't it ain't even our lives. Sometimes it might be your job. It might be your job. Their lives were on the line. For some people today, it might be your friends. It might cost you all the friends you've got to be true to God. But here's what I can tell you. There needs to be a simple answer in your heart today when I ask you the question, is it true about you? You've made a profession of faith. You've joined a church. You've been baptized. You have a statement that you confess that you have been born again. All I want to know, Greg, is it true? Is it true? Will you bow to another God? No, you've already made up your mind. You've already settled it in your heart that there is none but Jesus. There is no one but him. There is nothing but him. You say, preacher, why in the world do we need this now? Listen, the day is coming and it is swiftly approaching when our faith will be tested, our witness will be challenged and we will have to stand. You might as well answer the question now because you will at some point have to answer it in your life. You need to know the answer to this question. Is it true about what you really believe? these boys said it's true they said it's absolutely true we don't need no more time to think about it we don't need you to play the music again we don't care whether you heat it up hotter or cooler it don't make any difference because what you ask us we're telling you the answer to it it's true it's true we're not going to bow to your gods we're not going to bow to this false god is it true well yeah it's true It's true. You say, Preacher, I don't know that I've got the strength to stand in that day. There'll be grace for that need. Don't you worry about that. Say, Preacher, I don't know if I can endure persecution. You and everybody that has endured it before, you didn't know either. But when that day comes, you'll have grace. Amen. There'll be a grace that sustains you. There'll be a grace that gives you courage. There'll be a grace that stands up in you and you'll feel 10 feet tall. Amen. I, I, read, I read about the martyrs. I don't know if anybody got the Fox's Book of Martyrs about that thick. I ain't read it all. But there's a bunch of stories in there about men and women of faith who were, who were absolutely like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and they just they just throwed it right out there and said it's true when the councils came to him, and said, is it true that you're following this Christ in whom we said it was against the law? And if you did, we'd burn you at this stake. And they said, it's true. It's true. Knowing their very lives were at stake, they didn't hesitate and they said, yes, it's true. It's so true. Is it true in you today? Is that truth in you this morning? Is it true yeah, it's so true. Let's look at what happened. The Bible said in verse number 19, let me read it to you. Verse number 19, Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind them and to cast them into the fiery furnace. And these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and they were cast into the midst of that burning fiery furnace. Is it true? They said, oh, it's true. It's so true. We're not going to bow. Old Nebuchadnezzar, he told him, he said, listen, if you'll just bow, he said, it'll be well with you. He said, I'm not going to hold it against you. He said, I realize that sometimes we might make make mistakes in our decisions. I realize that there's times we don't fully think things through. And he said, because I like you, fellas, I'm just going to give you a second chance. I normally wouldn't do this for anybody else, but I'm going to do it for you. Listen, if that's what the devil's telling you today, don't believe him for a minute. Amen. Amen. What you believed was true when you stood for God the first time is still true now. Amen. It ain't changed. The Word of God is unerring and it is perfect in every way, forever settled in heaven. And brother, you can count on the Word of God. I don't care what the circumstances of this life bring. You can count on the Word of God to sustain you. And here's what else I know. I have a God that can deliver me. And brother, if you'll trust in Him, He will deliver you. I don't know if death is a delivery, but I can tell you right now, death ain't my problem. When I die, I'm not dead, friend. When I leave this world, that is just an entrance into the next one. That's not the end for me. Amen. Death ain't the problem. No, he fixed that the day I got saved. He said, those that believe in me shall never perish. (laughs) He said, I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Is it true? Yeah, it's very true, King. We're not going to bow. And so he heated it up, made him mad, embarrassed him in front of everybody that was listening. Because the king had made a decree. Everybody is required, right? No exceptions. Even if he had wanted to have mercy on them, he would already made the decree. He had to throw them in. The yeah. king's word couldn't be changed. And so the Bible said he heated that thing up seven times than it would ever been. And the Bible said he took his mightiest of men, grabbed them three, marched them up there, threw them in. It's so hot, the flames burning so high that it killed the men that threw them in. You say, well, they lost out on that deal, didn't they? They stood for God and God didn't deliver them. Listen, God never said that he'd deliver us before the fire. But he has always promised to be in the fire. We won't go through anything alone. Is it true? I reckon it was. The Bible said they took them three and they cast them into the fire. The Bible said they had their hats on, their hosing on, their, their garments on, their coats on. Threwed all of them just like they were, right into the middle of that fire. Killed the in and throwed them in. And there they went straight, straight into there. Is it true? Well, yeah, they said it's true. We're not going to bow. We're not going to bow. We don't care what you do. We're not going to bow. But let me tell you something else. He's true. The reason that we can answer the question confidently, is it true? And we can answer with all confidence of heart. Yes, it is absolutely true. Is because he's so true. He's so true. So how do you know, preacher? Well, the story tells us, right? There they were, cast into the middle of a fiery furnace, all decked out and everything they had to wear. And there, the old king looked in there Somehow or another, he was able to look into the fire. And he looked into the fire, and he, he was astonished. i tell you right now, it would astonish the world today if we would actually live what we believe. If we'd be unwilling to negotiate or compromise with the things of this world and absolutely live in a way where our lives said that, yes, it's true, I believe in Jesus Christ. And I will not bow to another god. I will not worship another image. I will not worship anything else but him. He's so true. He's so true. The Bible said the king looked into the fire and he asked those that were around him. He said, hey, did we not cast three men in? Was it not three? I'll tell you right now, when you get the devil second guessing, you've got something going on that somebody's going to get changed over. Wait a minute, he said, was it not three that we cast into the fiery furnace? And they said, yeah, yeah. Was it not true that we threw three men in the fire? And they said, yeah, oh, King, it was three. We saw them too. Well, there was three of them. He said, well, I see four. He's so true. Do you know he ain't never put me through a battle that he wasn't with me to fight? He never asked me, he ain't never asked me to win nothing. No. Now he's put me in a many a scrape and a many a battle and a many a fight. And, and there were times I didn't know whether I was coming out or going in, whether I was going to win or I was going to lose, but I'll tell you what happened in all of them. He proved himself true. He's true. When I ain't true, he's true. These men stood on what they knew in their heart. These men stood, asked the question, is it true you will not bow? And they said, yes, it's true. We will not bow. And though we believe that our God's able to deliver us, we don't know whether he will or not for sure, but we believe that he will deliver us out of your hand. But listen to us. He said, whether he does or don't. He said, here's what you can count on. We will not bow to your idols. You know why? Because they knew God was true. They knew he was true. The Bible said the old king looked at him and he said, wasn't it three? Yeah, it was three. And he said, well, I see four. And you know, what the, you know what the king was able to discern? He said, I see four. And he said, by the way, he said, these men are loose. Now he said, we bound them up. Right? You'd bind anybody you was going to throw into a fire. We bound them up, and then big, mighty men carried him up there and throwed them in. He said, I see four in there, and by the way, they all are loose. Yeah. Tell you right, right now, it gets loose when the Lord's around, don't Amen. it? Amen. Yes. Goes to feeling good. I thought to myself, I bet them three won't stick around a while. <laughs> They're right in the middle of the fire. Yeah. You think about it. I thought about it. Think about this. Who was in the fire? I'd say if they had chairs, they'd have said, let's sit a while. How come? Because he's true. See, that was the confidence they needed to answer the first question. Is it true about you, Brian? You're able to answer that question because he's true in you. He has proved himself for us. He said, yeah, I see four men in there now. There ain't three. He said, and all of them are loose, and they are walking around. Yeah. He's so true. God is so true. <laughs> let, let me go out on a limb. You say, preacher, it's dangerous to make ask questions like this. Somebody will take Is there anybody in this room has ever had God fail him? You know why I can ask a question like that? Because I know the answer. <laughs> Ain't a person in this house, unless you be a bold-faced liar, would say that God's ever, ever failed you. Is it true, Natalie, that he is always with you? Yes. Yes, it's true. It's absolutely true. Man, you must be something special for him to. No. No, no, no. No, the special is <laughs> it's because he's true. He's true that I'm able to make a statement and you're able to make a statement that yes, it's true, I will not bow to another god. I'm not going to worship another image. I'm not going to depart from the one who I know to be king and ruler of all. And they said, we don't care what happens. Even if he don't deliver us, we're not going to bow to your idol. Is it true? Yeah, the old king was starting to figure out what they said was true. He looked in there and he said, well, I see four. And they're loose. They're walking around. He said, by the way, he said, Somehow or another, I know who that last one is. He said, In the fourth one, he's likened unto the Son of God. Amen. I reckon any man that gets a glimpse of him will know. Yeah. 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 They'll know that that was him. You know what happened to him? Listen, I believe this is the important part. You know what happened to him? The king suddenly believed. And where did that belief come from? It came from someone who was willing to go into the fire to prove that God is true. Suddenly, the old king, he hollered. He said, Shadrach. Meshach, Abednego. He said, come forth, come hither. They came forth. I don't know how they got them out of there. Somehow or another, they came out. I don't know, maybe there's a ladder or something. They climbed up out of there. Is it true? Well, You didn't have to convince the king anymore. No. He said when they came out, he said there wasn't a hair on their head that was singed. You say, does, does that have a New Testament reference? Boy, it did to me this week when I was looking over at it again. I found in the, in, the, in the book of John where it said that every hair on my head was numbered. Yeah. You know who said it? <laughs> Jesus did. Amen. He said, you worry about all this stuff. He said, but every hair on your head is numbered. The equivalent to that verse is Daniel chapter number 3. When they get out of that fire, and the old king's looking at their head, and he said, not a hair was singed. Listen, I can barely get a match around this high dry hair, and my hair goes up in flames. It's extremely flammable. It'll disappear on you in a second. Mm -hmm. Not a hair on their head was... You say, well... That's some kind of fairy tale. You can't make. Listen, is it true that God can deliver us out of everything? Yes, yes, it's true. But it's not true because we're true. It's true because He's true. They said there wasn't hair on the head singed. They said the hose and the clothes that they were wearing wasn't burned. Their coats weren't changed. And he said, it didn't even smell like smoke. Now, you can't even walk by a campfire and you don't smell like smoke. And these boys right in the middle of it. Not even the smell of smoke had passed on them. Is it true? It's only true because he's true. But we can answer the question, is it true to the rest of this world by living in a way that proves that God is true in all circumstances of our life? Is it true? Yeah, it's true. It's true that we believe in Jesus Christ and no other. It's true. It's true that we're sold out to God. It's true that the threats of this world will not tempt us to turn back. It's true that we ought to obey God rather than men. It's true that we're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it's the power of God unto salvation. It's true that we are persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ our Lord. It's true! Because He is true. He is true. How true is it? Did it make a difference? Verse number 28. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego hath set his angels and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. It suddenly became true for Nebuchadnezzar. Suddenly became true for him. Do you know what it took for Nebuchadnezzar to believe in God? It took three Christian men standing on the word, unmoved and faithful. And God used the work of the fire to prove to a wicked king that he was true. Did it work? Sure did sure did. Nebuchadnezzar made a new decree. He fulfilled the other one. He threw them in the furnace. That's what his his law said. He did what he said. But he made a new one that day and he sent it forth into all countries of the world. Right? Babylon ruled it all at that time. He sent it everywhere. He sent the decree to all countries, all nations, all languages. And he said, if anybody says anything, about the God of the Jews, they will be cut into pieces and their houses made into dunghills. He said, because their God is the only God that can do the things of this sort. He made a believer out of Nebuchadnezzar because these these fellows was willing to stand and answer the question, is it true about what they say about you? Come get a song. Is it true that when somebody thinks of you and they think of where you go to church and they think of the fact that, you know, you you always go to church and... I wonder if in their mind they're wondering, is it true that Roger Best really loves the Lord? Is it true that Rodney really has just sold out to God, lock, stock, and barrel. Is it true? we got to make up our minds. See, th- these three didn't know what was going to happen. They just knew who they believed in. And they believed that he was true. And they stood on that and made a declaration that we will not bow to your God. We will not worship this image. And we believe that our God has every power and ability to deliver us out of any circumstance. And we actually, he said, we believe he will. But even if he don't, he said, be it known unto you, we will not bow to your God. What Nebuchadnezzar found out was when he asked them a question, is it true, they gave him a full answer. They said, yep, it's absolutely true. You can throw us in the fire if you want to, but it's true, we will not bow. Is it true for you? As we stand and sing. I don't know your heart today, but I know there's a struggle in some that are worried about that, that place in life where you're going to have to make a stand for God and the cost that might come to you. Now, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had laid everything on the line. You know what they had to expect from that deal? Number one, they expect to die in a fire. Number two, even if they'd come out of the fire, they expect to get fired. He won't like us no more because we have embarrassed him today by telling him we don't care what he says. We're not going to bow. So they stood to lose their livelihood, stood to lose their lives, stood to lose everything that was important maybe. And yet they didn't even hesitate. They said, yep, it's true. It is 100% true. It don't make any difference what you do or what you say. We're going to serve Jesus. We're going to follow him, and we're going to love him. The Bible said in Hebrews ten, verse thirty-nine, said, "We're not of them that draw away under perdition." That's not who we are. They they might look at your life, and, and and you might not have been consistent for Christ. You may go in and come out, and back and forth, and nobody really knows whether it's true. Right? They 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 see one person today, but a different person tomorrow. How are they supposed to know whether it's true or not? How's their life ever going to be changed if your life is simply not true day after day after day? That you serve God all the time. Is it true? If it's not true in you today, it can be. He can help you with that, He can fix what's wrong. That worry, that fear, whatever causes you to go back and forth. We're not of them that draw back unto perdition. We're, we're of them that believe unto the saving of the soul. That's what he said. We believe. We believe that he is true. Answer the question in your heart. If you need to pray, come on. Get right with God as we sing.